I wasn't. Uh... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, like, you hear the same thing we're hearing, right? <laughs> Sometimes not. You no. just you did you just go into seller die mode? Is that what you? Uh, you're just so used to hearing it that you didn't think th- yeah. anything of it. Well, yeah. there's probably that. I was thinking about the show, and I wasn't really like listening, listening to, to Jeffrey Gittimer's voice serenade us. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We live. Doug, high-level producing, ready to go at the start of the show today. High-level producing, just top-notch. I'm ready. Starting off with his other podcast open, got to hear the voice of Jer- Jeffrey Gittimer serenade us. And if you don't know who Jeffrey Gittimer is, it's the guy's last name that I say every single time that we're on a show. Speaking of Jeffrey Gittimer, hey, thanks to the uh, Gittimer.com studios in Uptown Charlotte. If you're in sales and need help, visit Gittimer.com today to learn how they can help you do the one thing you want to do, and that's make more sales. So instead of that, instead of that open, I'm glad we got the right one here for the Locked On Hornets podcast. It's presented by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Check us out on Twitter at Walker Mail, at Not of the Scribe, and at Doug Branson LOH. You can find the show handle on most social media platforms at Locked On Hornets. So the Hornets set to play the New York Knicks tonight. They beat them the first time, second game of a five-game home stretch. Important stretch. Show some more consistency. Good to see them get out of this five and uh, go maybe four and one in this home stretch. I would like to see that kind of goal. Taking a look at some matchups tonight, some of the wait, keys wait, wait, to the wait, game. Nada, what do you got? Four, four and one. Why not five and zero? Oh? No, Dare to be no, great. Five and oh. Sure, five Dare and zero. Oh. Dare to be great. Let's uh, beat LeBron. Let's get Kemba his first win against LeBron in his career. If you want to go five and zero, oh, I'm certainly not going to hate that. I would like that. I'll take an undefeated home stretch here. But some of the keys of the game tonight, maybe some matchups you're looking at. Anything you want to get into, Nada? Um, just don't lose. Like literally, don't lose. You you have no business to basically have this team in this game. You're not getting Alonzo Trier in this game. You're not getting a lot of again. Porzingis isn't playing. This is a bad basketball team. All right, let me write this down. Don't so don't lose that, Doug. That's lose. don't lose the exceptional analysis that we provide here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Intelligent. It's just don't lose. Yeah. Are we good? Is that it? Yeah. Is that all the keys of the game? I yeah. think that's it. I that's think we it. Can all right. And, uh, wrap okay. It up. Shoot. All right. Yep. That's the preview of the New York Knicks segment, and we will move on to another story that is surrounding the Charlotte Hornets, and maybe not the Charlotte Hornets specifically, but the place they play their home games. ESPN's Outside the Lines reviewed and collected more than 16,000 food safety inspection reports from Mm -hmm. the health departments. They all monitor the 111 professional football, baseball, basketball, and hockey facilities across North America. North Carolina represented well on this list. Okay, yeah, they did good. No, they did great, right? Stay tight with me. I got something for you. I'm so tight. The venues with the highest percentage of food outlets that incurred one or more high-level violations in the two-year period. Oh, no, this doesn't sound good. Include Spectrum Center in Charlotte, oh, North no. Carolina, the Palace of Auburn Hills near Detroit, American Airlines Center in Dallas, and coming in at the fourth spot, Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. So We're Charlotte number one. We're number one. <laughs> and number four. And number, one, number four. And number four. And number four. And, and the 111 stadiums across the four big sports here in North America, Charlotte, two stadiums, two 
getting represented before you even get to the fifth spot. How did about ta- that? Did we tank for a good pick then? Is this <laughs> tanking? And, and just to, and speaking of tanking and just how it correlates to the actual success of these franchises, guess who is the best out of all of them? Oracle Arena had the lowest amount of high-level violations among all of the arenas. Oracle Arena of any of the other stadiums, arenas, whatever, in all of North America. Light years, baby. I mean... So what is a high-level violation? So that so the Spectrum Center had the highest percentage of booths, essentially, of food vendors that had high-level violations. Yes, yeah, so Doug, we talked about your food takes. We talk about your food takes quite a bit on this, uh-huh. and that you care more about food than pretty much anything in life, certainly more than the Charlotte Hornets, certainly more than any kind of take. That's the thing you're most passionate about. And it's funny to me that you don't have any Charlotte Hornets sources, neither do I, you have food sources, though. You have sources on the very thing that you find most passionate to you. And so you have your sources. You're trying to find your sources. As yeah, we I got speak my right sources. Now. Don't worry. I got High my sources High level producing. Right just a top-notch level. We got started well. I had to find my phone. As we get into the sources, right, Doug is ready. Pulls it up. Quick draw McGraw over here. Pulling up his text messages. Are you right. ready? Do you have your sources yeah, and the information the right that he gave? Screenshot here. Okay, got screenshot it. it. All right, we're good. Doug, why don't you inform us on what exactly is the problem over there at Spectrum? Yes. Yeah, so, well, this is not at Spectrum. Now, my source was with Bank of America. State. Bank of America. State. Bank of America. And they, 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 my source has run one of these booths, one of these food vendor sources for Bank of America Stadium, and uh, this person says. Most, if not all, of the concessions at Bank of America are prepared and sold by nonprofit groups. Group leaders are required to attend food safety training prior to each season. Then every lead is supposed to share that information with every person who works as part of their group. Well, notice that I made a difference between required and supposed to because then they're also supposed to have on-file signed sheets that demonstrate each person's training uh-oh. My source goes on to say, I can tell you that at no point in time did we ever have that paperwork ready if we had, had been asked for it. We did ensure that once once folks were in the stands, proper hygiene was observed and that all food safety regulations were adhered to. Our stand had a 99 rating both years. We missed a perfect score because the storage and cleaning area was shared with the Papa John stand and they didn't keep, keep their industrial can opener clean. But believe me, I have no problem imagining folks who are more interested in making money than preparing food safely, cutting corners. And I know there are a lot of NPOs, nonprofit organizations, who run stands at Spectrum as well. Yeah, as someone that's done food service before, none of this surprises me. The bigger thing is I would be – I'm quite frankly surprised that no one runs – like is required to have a serve safe test. And granted – the big thing about serve safe tests are that they're they're legitimate college courses for a lot of people. They're very very intensive. They are very very uh, they're ve- like everything you need to know about food safety is in those courses. You will never forget some things, especially some images, as I've taken a couple of these courses before. So some of the violations that occurred at the Spectrum Center. One was a bare hand issue, February 3rd, 2016. They have this documented to the damn day. Inspectors saw multiple bartender stations with no options to place cocktail garnishes without touching them by hand. Managers took forks to all stations to use with garnishes, but inspectors then saw a bartender picking up a lime with a bare hand and putting it in a glass. This was one of four priority violations at the backcourt club that day. So then you (laughs) go to the— Good workaround. Yeah, there there you go. So then you go to bad food prep. 
At a couple of inspections on March 16th, 2016, inspector, inspectors noted that throughout the arena, quote, there has been a consistent failure to properly, end quote, document when food should be cooked, served, or discarded because it was no longer safe to oh, serve. Oh, that's not good. The violation was noted using all capital letters. So you know it's real. Even when an unofficial document, an official violation like that, they like to use the all caps. And here's my favorite, which I don't even see a problem with. December 20th, 2016, inspector saw beer leaking from the the ceiling in the bar area of the front court restaurant and bar. I don't hear the problem. <laughs> what's up? What's the, what's the problem? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you just put heaven on earth for me? I, I, is this a violation? Yeah, go ahead and drink that beer. See what happens to you. I'm just saying. I, it sounds... It Have sounds, a good time. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I don't think I'm going to remember the bad time if it was a bad time. No, you won't remember anything after that. But Spectrum Center coming in at number one, Bank of America Stadium. Coming in at number four, represent Crip. Yeah, so, well, when you have people, these nonprofit groups who, they, they're not... They're not people who own restaurants. They're not people who know these things. They get this crash course. And if you don't have, it just seems like if you don't have proper oversight of these kinds of things, if you're not on top of it, this is what can happen. And I was reading the the uh, report on the report from the Charlotte Observer, and they got some some quotes from both Bank of America Stadium and the food uh, the the food organization that is uh, responsible for Spectrum Center. And on the one hand, you have Bank of America being pretty contrite about things, saying, quote, we are disappointed in this report, unquote, and we are going to conduct a full review. But then you have Matt Dicker of Chicago-based Levy Restaurants. They handle the food at Spectrum. They noted that all the food inspections there had gotten A rankings and that, quote, any concern that was identified was corrected immediately and in no instance was a reinspection deemed necessary. Guys, I'm not sure that that is is enough that that, Hey, it's that, not. you know, that that's enough of well, a response no, it's nothing. when it's, you're, when you're, when you're number one, you're number one in a bad way. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. They basically, they gave us the runaround. Oh yeah. This is why that it's like this, that you guys don't really understand why that we're here. Number one, with all these violations, you guys don't really understand. You don't get it. Yeah. That, that, you know, these regulations vary from state to state that you, you don't get it, that we got an A and, and uh, important to note that. And I think the, the ESPN article noted this as well. You can get an A just because of how the scores work. You can get an A and still have these, you know, bad violations that could lead to foodborne illnesses. Yes, that that is one thing you can juke the stats on. That you can absolutely juke the stats on. And that. so ESPN it does acknowledge that some jurisdictions might simply designate certain violations as posing more or less of a risk to the public health, but. There is a risk to the public health. It's maybe more, it may be less as it states, but there is a risk there. And a lot of this is amateur hour, and you can tell. Spectrum Center. More like check your rectum center. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> I want to do that. Check your rectum center. So Spectrum Center is number one. We have Bank of America. I want to do that. Let's take a quick break. The player haters come. I want to do the player haters comps. Bring it back. I want to bring it back. Bring it back. I want to do the player hater arena comps. That's what I want to do. The check your rectum center. (laughs) All right, we can do it. You might be all in. I wonder if you just go all in with your first hand and if you can just basically take home the pot with your first answer of the day. But we're we're gonna figure this out. I want to look over these arenas and then we're gonna come back with some of the player hater arena comps that we're gonna talk about today that showed up on the nasty list. 
That's what I want to look at. People at Spectrum Center had no problem going in with their first hand. No, they did not. (laughs) (laughs) Their bare hand. Their bare hand and their first hand. It's the season of giving. We're giving you Daily Hornets talk in your podcast feed. We need you to show your support by joining our Patreon page for as little as $1 a month. Just $1. You'll be supporting the content that you depend on. Patreon.com slash LOH. Once again, it's Patreon.com slash LOH. Rectum Center up next. You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. We don't want that Pacers talk. You got to respect the satchel. We don't want that Cavs talk. <laughs> what you got, Doug? I have the entirety. I turned this satchel a little loud today. <laughs> Be quiet, satchel. No, we're ba- it's a club banging in here. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Brought it back in the home turf. This is usually what I play. I don't think you really put it in the rotation here at the Gitimer.com studios. It's the Lockdown Hornets podcast. High-level producing. High-level producing in every single way. You kind of made up for it bringing back that song. But it was high-level content that you just graced us with. So you said, check your rectum center rather than spectrum center. We love doing this. It's probably our favorite thing to do on the show. This has become a staple of every single broadcast. If we can if we can find a way to fit it in, we will go down that road of just naming things, whether it is the calorie spike names, whether it's the player hater comps, whether it's the player arena comps. It's our favorite thing to do on the show. Not a whole lot of time, but... We're able to think of some arenas, so you came you came in strong. I have some imaging for you. You want me to play the imaging that <laughs> will get us kicked off into the player hater arena? Lo- I would love some imaging, please. I hate you. I don't even know you, and I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else <laughs> but you. I can imagine him in the kitchen cooking up all the food, saying that as he's flipping the burger from his spatula. So when the first thing that the first few arenas that I see, just trying to figure it out, first few arenas. So Palace of Auburn Hills, one I've got for you coming in, trying to come in with a good second hand. You set the base here very well. Uh, Palace of Auburn Hills. More like Palace of Ass Burns Hills. You're is that all right? <laughs> My ass burns from all that food in Detroit. Ouch! That was one. And the other one that I see That's here. worse just, than an ass pole. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worse. Yeah, I got an ass burn. I have to sit this one out, just like Matt Geiger. And one that I'm not too high on, but it's still just one that comes at the top of the dome. How about Pepsi Center? More like Pesty Center. Is that all right? Is that awful? Man, you cool. Yeah, I figured. That's fine. I just can't all be winners. That's all right. I I like ass burns. I'll take my I'll take my pot with the ass burns and relinquish some with the Pesty Center. Hey, Bank of America Stadium. More like Stank of America Stadium. Oh man. That gets the good one. (laughs) That gets the good one. And so so wait. So there's a bunch of arenas with bank in it. So now what we're saying is all we can do is we can substitute the word bank for stank. That would be lazy. That's what we can do. I'm just saying if that's the route we wanted to take. Bank of America Stadium, there's a a Banker's Life Fieldhouse for Indiana, just Stanker's Life Fieldhouse. That's what we can do. That has given us a lot of different names. Do you have anything else? Anybody else got anything? I I got one. All right, Nada. Bridgestone Arena, more like Kidney Stone Arena. (laughs) Hoes, heifers, hee-haws, and hula hoops. (laughs) Barclays Center coming in at 93 with 63% high-level violations. Barclays Center, more like bark, barf. Oh, Oh, no. Execution. You should have stuck the landing. Barclays Center. Oh, no. 
I can't believe you didn't stick the landing on that. Uh, you lost. I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> lost its luster. Doug limping to the finish line. Oh, wanting to collect man. the pot, but couldn't quite get his hands on I it. I think I got one more. All right, let's hear it. PNC Arena? More like we pee on your food and see your food in the arena. That's long. It's oh, really yeah. long. I don't know. Man, you corny. <laughs> hey, I deserved it. I deserved it. Yeah, but that was one where you felt strong, but then again started to limp at the finish line. Yes. Here, I've got one. One more, and then we got to move, unless we have anybody else. Uh, City Field. Uh-huh. Mets coming in at 86, 55 percentile, high-level violations. More like shitty feel. The most diabolical <laughs> haters this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> that one's too easy, though. Yeah. Like city field, that's the easiest one. Oh. All right, anybody else got anything? Are we good now? Are we all player arena still comp? healing. Are you okay, Doug? Because that was... Like, it I, hurt! It's so, it's so much expectation. Just walk it off, rub some dirt on it. Barclay Center. You, you did. You Rub choked. some dirt on it. That's what happened yeah, you, with most of these arenas. Choked. That's what got all of these arenas in trouble. You did choke on that. You just rubbed a bunch of dirt on there. You feet. did. All right. Focusing back more on the Charlotte Hornets and some of the positive sides of things that's going on in Charlotte. Cool event I went to last night. It was, it was hosted at Unknown Brewery, and it was Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. And they are coming up with a T-shirt line. It's the Buzz Buds T-shirt line. And it's a pretty cool T-shirt. Buzz both, Buds? Yeah. Both of these guys are sitting on a basketball hoop. Character caricatures. They're they're pretty cool. It's just it looks like an old timey cartoon type uh, feel to it, and it's it's a pretty cool T-shirt. Thirty bucks for the T-shirt, and some of those proceeds do go to a charitable foundation chosen by Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. So it's really cool. And I got to go talk with Larry Johnson, not as much with Muggsy. Uh, he was signing a lot of autographs and meeting with a lot of different Charlotte Hornets fans, but. Getting to talk to Larry Johnson, first time I've ever gotten to talk with him. First time I got to meet him. Awesome dude. Awesome character. Like, it's just, that's a fun guy that you want to be around. At least that was my experience with him last night. And these guys can put on a show for the media. There's no doubt about it. But as far as guys and the ability to put on a show, Larry Johnson did a pretty good job yesterday. It was really fun to be around. He's one of those few guys that could pull off a dress and you ain't going to say anything. That's right. No, and, and Grandmama, it was great stuff. He got to talk about that a little bit. One thing I did ask him was... Just what that team could have been, Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning, and Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, I asked him just if that team was able to stay together because it wasn't long. You know, mm-hmm. Zoe was out after three years. Larry spent just as many years with the Knicks as he did with the Charlotte Hornets on the back end. And so I asked him what could have been with that team had they all had a chance to stay together. And here's what he said. You know what, man? We had a we, uh, uh, Kendall. Um, uh, Scott Burrell was just not coming into his own. So we thought the team was exciting. But, you know, I don't know if we was really ready to win a, a championship. But we were definitely exciting to watch and we was competitive to watch. So I thought we needed a couple of more pieces. But I thought we had an opportunity to be good. So two things. One, I always think about that time and I thought, could you just get to 94 and 95 when Michael Jordan was gone? Like, how much are you really messing with the New York Knicks at that time? Yeah. If, if you have a couple more years of Zoe getting to peak Zoe, LJ still playing well, Muggsy was still playing well at that point. That would have been early enough to where Muggsy was still an effective basketball player. And I, who knows what the depth pieces would have looked like? I mean, mm-hmm. I, you're, you're not getting Glenn Rice. You know, I, I wouldn't imagine. I don't, I, that, because he came over in the heat trade. So you can't put him on this team. I just would have loved to have seen that team. And the second thing about that clip is 
Larry Johnson's second name out of his mouth was Scott Burrell <laughs> as, <laughs> as evidence of why this team could have been something special. He mentions Kendall Gill, which was a key cog to that team outside of the big three. And then he mentions Scott Burrell. Scotty B. Scotty B coming through big for us on that potential championship run they could have had if Michael had been absent. First round draft pick in 1993, number 20 out of the... University of? Oh, I don't know. University of Connecticut. Whoa! I don't know. Got Whoa! Stopped. Hold on. No, I didn't know. You're right. That's a that's a. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bag you there. No, I, just, I apologize. I I, no. You are the for the listeners who don't know. You are the the king. Of, I like to think so. I'm I'm not today. Not as got it. Is it Connecticut? I would imagine it's it like, is Connecticut. That's that impressive. is correct. Not as got it. Yeah. Burrell. He. You know. Are he, we still? Are we still? I'm lipping now too. Are we? Are we yeah. You want a couple? You, should I give you a couple more from '93 to kind of rebound and well, come I back? I mean, that's 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 me still in diapers, man. Like I'm uh, that one. I probably would know some. You know, if I've I've got LJ. I if go ahead. I mean, I probably would miss some of those. All right. Let me give. Well, let me give you an easy one here. How about uh, number six in that draft? '93, Indiana University. Calbert Chaney. Calvert Chaney, yeah. I would have probably got that one. Uh, that not was, as quick, though. That was not great. As, not as, not as the king. Not as the king of this. Game. I am the captain now. Yeah, how about number? Is. How about 10th uh, in that draft, 1993, Jackson State University going to Detroit? Lindsey Hunter. <laughs> not, as, not as the man. Yay! Not as got it. I am not the king. Not wow. as the king. I relinquish. I is relinquish my throne. I, I relinquish my throne. <laughs> you got kicked off the mountain. I am. I am Captain Phillips. Getting waterfall. told that this is no longer my ship anymore. Oh, you're T'Challa. No, I am. I, I, well, yes, that's right. I am no longer the king anymore. I'm no longer the captain. This has been embarrassing. I have now been neutered in front of everybody that is listening to this podcast. Well, so have I. We both. We now Nada has taken the throne. We for need, now, we need some. We need to find some kind of weakness from Nada, and uh, maybe behind that killer analysis at the beginning of the show, I have nothing for you. Nada is the king, and I have been neutered. So, Doug, can you please tell us about some Scotty B stats on why he would be the second name out of Larry Johnson's mouth? Well, he played 16 games in his rookie season, so he didn't really uh, do much imp- uh, impressive thing. Do many impressive of things there in 93 but then in 94 he played 31 minutes per game he averaged 11 points uh, almost six rebounds and then in 95 96 uh, another uh, 20 game starts 34 minutes per game so even if he wasn't starting he was essentially the one of their you know six seven guys off the bench he was a key cog I, so do we need to apologize to scotty burrell is no. that is that where we no. is that the place we've arrived no so you're saying it still is funny that that's the second name out of his mouth. Yes, it's very tragic, too. Interesting that he actually ended his career in Charlotte, played four games in 2000-2001 for the Hornets. So kind of like a Hersey Hawkins trip, right? Yeah, kind of just came back for a couple of games. A couple of guys that the Hornets could have landed had they not picked Scott Burrell with the 20th pick. Sam Cassell went 24th. Interesting. And then Nick Van Exel went 37th in the oh. second round. By, uh, Byron Brian Russell, not Byron. Brian Russell went forty fifth. Oh, oh push off himself. Yeah, Brian Russell. I mean, that was Jerry West that, that nailed that and again to bring it all of back. Of course. And here's of something interesting too. In this draft, two players named Brian spelled with a Y. You know how I am about yes, these all no, names. That, that's a good and I, one. I love. I love two Brian's, now, Brian Russell and Brian Wilson. Now Brian Russell is with an O. And what's the other one you just said? 
is it Brian with an A oh, on no, the other I'm one? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I misread. 54 is actually Byron Wilson. So there okay. was a Brian Russell and okay. a Byron Wilson. But even Brian Russell, like, it, what's weirder? Which one would you prefer if you were to be named Brian? Would you rather be spelled B-R-Y-A-N or B-R-Y-O-N? Which vowel are you wanting in the weird spelling of a name? Oh, I'm a big O guy. All right. Anyone that knows me you. knows I'm a huge O guy. I'm with you. I'm, I would rather go with the O in that situation. Uh, well. I'm, I'm rather ethnic, so I'm going to go with the O. You're going with the O? Okay. Is, it o, yes. is o ethnic? I, yes. For yes, different yes, reasons? Yes. For di- yes. Hey, you're our king. I don't question it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more here. Frank Kaminsky, is he a hero? I don't know. We'll find out next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. I can't tell you on wax. I will explain. <laughs> you got your sources? I have. Can you explain what on wax means? I can't tell you on wax right now. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Where is this? Oh, this is a banger. Got some new stuff. What are you pulling out? Dougie B on the ones and twos. My God, this is straight heat. This is this is this is like I heard him messing with the sounds earlier this morning, and I was wondering what this was. I had no idea it was this. I'm very happy now. Yeah. I meant to ask you this at the top of the show, maybe even during the lounge, but why? Because you guys would know, and I don't know why. <laughs> On wax, you know what that means? Well, it's along those lines. I'd like to know. Explain <laughs> to me, like I'm five years old. Why are Drake and Kanye? beefing right now you've seen the kanye tweets oh, have no. you the well, kanye I, tweets I, i've Andre. seen people retweet them and and it, apparently these two guys are fighting and i want to know why i want to know what's up i'm actually not as familiar on what the beef is this time not i'm neither, sure neither am i surprised wow yeah. yeah no i keep I, I have, you guys and i apologize thank you yes i am no longer without i am with i'm with <laughs> i am no longer with any testicles to my name they are now gone they are spilled out onto the floor and i am in munich now so thank you very much okay now I, honestly like the thing is i've muted kanye for the last Oh, <laughs> six, See, that makes seven sense. months. That makes sense to me. That that makes sense that you would mute Kanye because that stuff really does bother you with Kanye and the Donald Trump thing. Like you do not like seeing anything that people have to say about Kanye in that situation. No, I don't want to hear from Kanye anymore. I miss the old Kanye. I miss the college dropout Kanye. I miss the late registration Kanye. Number 23 in the 1993 draft to Seattle out of the University of New Orleans. Oh, I 93? 1993, number 23, Seattle, University of how New the hell, Jet, How in the hell do you get Lindsey Hunter? Like, I I know the school, but to know the direct pick, man, that's, that's Lindsey Hunter, like, I actually knew a friend of, I know a family friend of Lindsey Hunter, and they always would talk about, like, his efforts and what he would do in Jackson, Mississippi. So that one was easy. Multiple-time champion with different teams, by the way, Lindsey Hunter. Yes. Irvin Johnson. Oh, I like I like myself some Irvin Johnson. University of New Orleans, Orleans. twenty three out of Seattle. That's deep. That's a deep cut a, right there. That is a very deep cut. Hey guys, Paul Brown Stadium. <laughs> More like Paul Brown Stadium. That's, <laughs> yes, that's easier than City Field. Give me <laughs> one more from. Give me one more from that ninety three draft. One more from the ninety three draft. Okay, let's go with. Well, I, the number four pick in that draft out of the University of Kentucky, Mercer. Nah, no, it's too early. It's too early. Um, out of Kentucky. Oh, I think I think I know it. It's not. No, it's not Rex. It's a Jamal Mashburn. It's Jamal Mashburn. Yeah. We have a new king. All right, yes, you got give me, your king. Give me back the, the damn crown. Dead. That's my Long crown. Live the king. Give it back. Now nah, you still have it with Lindsey Hunter. Like, <laughs> who, who can I? How can I even front on that? 
Like, how do you get? How do you pull out Lindsey Hunter? If you would have got Irvin Johnson, I would have left the studio. <laughs> I would have left. I would have thrown a TV. If you would have, if you would have nailed Irvin Johnson, it would have been a destruction zone in here. I, I would have been, I would have been pissed off. Frank Kaminsky, interesting tweet he had. Uh, was it yesterday? And he tweeted this out. Frank Kaminsky said, "Did not think I would be carrying a baby down fifty flights of stairs today during a bomb threat at my building. Oh, but it happened. How was your day? It wasn't like that, Frank." So no. and and you heard about all about this very serious thing going on around the city of Charlotte. We just know I think the only location that we got confirmed was the View Apartments. I don't know if there were any other locations that were confirmed. I have there. not heard anything else. On that. I didn't. I did see that the View that was the apartment building that was hit with this. But Frank Kaminsky afterwards, kind of making somewhat of a lighthearted joke afterwards, but also recognizing the serious seriousness. But he did say I did carry that baby down fifty flights of stairs. But I'm not a hero, and it got me to thinking. You know, Frank Kaminsky super. Superhero, like what would some other superheroes be on the Charlotte Hornets team? And not a, at the expense of you, I thought of Nick Batum. He has the super ability to disappear. <laughs> I was, I'm, see, uh, again, I, here, you know what? Let, let's announce this. I'm no longer defending Nick Batum. That got me suspended for a week. I'm just going to sit did, there. Did, yeah, that's right. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to enjoy these Hornets basketball games. I'm going to pretend like Nick Nick Batum doesn't exist. You have to bow out anytime we talk about yes. Nick Batum. We'll see if he'll be aggressive tonight. I like how Nick Batum, he comes out and drives hard to the basket in the first play of that game against the Detroit Pistons or one of the first few, and that's it. That's all you get from Nick that night. But against the New York Knicks, it'll be interesting to see what Nick Batum and the rest of the Charlotte Hornets are able to do tonight. Just real quickly, this has been this has been a show that has not surrounded the Charlotte Hornets in the basketball court. But it's fun a good Friday. One. It's been it's been a very fun Friday. What do you guys think about tonight and just the overall goal of the Charlotte Hornets on this five game home stretch? Just don't no. lose. Just don't lose. All right. Don't going lose. back to going That's back great. to his. Yeah, I'm interested to, to see with uh, LeBron. You know, going to the Lakers doesn't exactly One have Saturday. this. Playing Saturday doesn't exactly have the surrounding cast that that we've uh, been accustomed to seeing LeBron with. Can Kimball Walker finally get a win against LeBron? Yeah, I want to see Kimba get that, and I also you know just I, I want Kimba's numbers to go up. I want the efficiency to go up, man. Like he did such a good job in fourth quarter. Like I wonder if two if, straight years rough December. Yeah, it's been weird. You know, December has not been kind to him. He was great in the fourth quarter the other night, but the the efficiency just scoring the basketball. I mean, he has not been efficient in a long stretch now. And, and Doug, you mentioned it last week, how last month or last year, he did the same thing in this very month. So I want to see if Kimba can get it going early and keep it going throughout the game. Uh, again, just don't lose. Just don't yes. lose. God, yes, that's so great. Thanks for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Hornets. Guaranteed Raid Field. More like guaranteed Ralph Field. <laughs>